Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This bumper music makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Rocco. I think it's Rocco, right? Welcome Thanks, back, everybody. Rocco. There you go, Steve. A core spelled backwards. <laughs> sort of like from the He-Man universe. A core. Thank you. All right, let's uh, talk music. Give me a beat. Got- it's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Black Donna Man. Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. I love when an artist, you know, announces that they've got a new clothing line and then you look at it and it's just really just concert t-shirts. Yeah. You know? Overstock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, ACDC has announced that they have a new clothing line and it pays tribute to the band's classic albums, Highway to Hell and Back in Black. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I see that is different is they have some shoes that are really cool for the ultimate fans. Uh, are you looking at point, it? Point, counterpoint. They're not really cool, everyone. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think they're cool if you're a fan. I would wear those like slide-on shoes. Do you oh, see the loafers, sure. The sure. only place you're going to see these are at Ozfest. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And Dawn can speak to that. Yeah. She worked Ozfest. Yep. Oh my gosh, the sneakers are so stupid. They're like, can't you just get these shirts at Hot Topic at any point? Probably. Yes, or Target, by the way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No offense, oh, this easy, is, but this is bunk. This is scam. A scam. 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 We don't buy this. Okay, uh-uh. and the sweatshirt is so ugly. <sighs> like, what does it take to get these T-shirt people to make a good shirt? Like the, I feel like even when you go to a concert and you want to buy something, they're always like ugly. Mm-hmm. Like make something cool. I don't. I don't always want to see the face of the performer on my shirt. Yes, we. Why don't you do something that? Or some dumb lyrics like "For those about to rock, we salute you." And the font is all the off font there. Is stupid. I don't like that at all. You know what? I'm not a fan of. Concert T-shirts. Long sleeve <laughs> shirts. Oh, I am. Definitely. They just don't work. Really? Yeah. That's like t-shirts, me. long sleeve t-shirts? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like sometimes like I've gone to buy a t-shirt, I'm at a store, and then I'm like, oh, that's cool looking, and then it, you open it up, and then pff, last thing, surprise, we have long sleeves. All right, you know, <laughs> all right, while we're talking about that, you know what I hate? What do you hate? Yeah, come on. Can we be done with the, the heavy hoodies? Tell like, me more things. Like, they're just so generic hoodies. Like, I don't want a hood on my sweatshirt. Oh, you want a crew neck? Yeah, I want a hood on a thin, like I'm wearing a hoodie right now. And it's kind of like that thermal type. Nice. So I'd rather have a hoodie on a t-shirt than on a sweatshirt. I'm not going to use the hood. What do I got to deal with that for? When I put my coat on, then I have to take the hood out and then put that over. 
I do functionally use the hood sometimes, so I like that. Sometimes, though, I feel that a hood is too heavy, and then it kind of, like, gives me a headache. It's a weird thing. Really? We're all so yeah. delicate, aren't How we? How tight are you putting <laughs> that hood on? No, no, not even when I not when I have it on. Just like when it's hanging back there. Oh, it's weird. Tight, uh, too tight of sweatshirts or jackets yeah. give me a headache. I see. What's up with that? What's up with that? Oh. What is up with that? I said, oh, you do, boo, do, who, no, you, no, what's up with that? Say, what's up? He can't be stopped. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, Miley Cyrus, we had announced um, earlier last hour that her party in the USA has re-entered the chart. Because people were partying um, when they found out that Joe Biden is the new president-elect. People were dancing in the streets and singing to that song. So she got a bump there. But she also has a new song, which is a mashup of her song and Stevie Nicks' song. Oh. You want to hear it? Mm. Okay. Here it goes. Yes. It works, right? Yeah. good i don't think i'll be downloading uh, no, anytime me either. soon but it's it's works it works okay. wow i like that a lot i you do, do. want to download can you download it i believe is so. it available for what's it called it's called midnight sky and edge of 17 is it midnight 17 <laughs> i can't remember it is called the edge of sky i'm huh? just kidding no it is something mm. like that though it, it's something like why wouldn't they just tell us? Um, I guess, I guess I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, da da, it's a collaboration. Miley Cyrus. Uh, wow, she's 27. Miley wow. Cyrus. Edge. Uh, I guess it's just Edge of, Stevie Edge of Midnight. Stevie. Edge of Midnight. Edge of Midnight. Okay. You got it. Edge of Midnight. And I can't believe Stevie Nicks is 72. Whoa. Getting old, guys. Opposite at 27. It is. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Don, are you just going to be dropping bombs like that on us for the rest of the show? I'm like a math genius over here. Yeah, tell a guy. Warn us, sister. (laughs) Wow. You're like doing the number thing that Steve does with words. Mm -hmm. Yes, Quee. Yes, Quee. This is a bummer. I reset my phone recently, and so now I have to try to figure out what is my passcode for iTunes to do the instant download. Oh, that I don't really sucks. Know. Oh, see, uh, I hate that. I don't do all the updates for that reason. I don't know. Man, there's too many on? passwords, you know? <sighs> Thank you. You know, um, did you guys watch any of Saturday Night Live? No, I just, you yes. know. No. Steve, you did? <laughs> I watched uh, the monologue and then one sketch. Okay. And I've, during commercials, watched a few of the sketches. Um, Did you want that time back in your life? A little bit. A little bit. Um, Also, I have some thoughts on Dave Chappelle, and I think, Steve, you do too. I do too. We'll tackle those.
Okay. okay. Dawn, do you have any? Um, I don't because I didn't watch it. Alexis <laughs> complained this morning that he wasn't in enough sketches that they should have used him more. He wasn't. Okay. And I agree with that. Okay. And something that I notice about him as a comedian. I'll tell you about it when we come right back on my talk. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Boy, Dave Chappelle is getting great reviews for his return to hosting SNL. I just, I'm just going to say something controversial. Yeah, go ahead. I am surprised by that. Really? No, I only watched the monologue and one sketch where he was the voice of the uh, Allstate guy. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Boy, he can really throw his voice deep. I felt like they were doing it in the control room. I know, but they weren't. It was amazing. Really? There's no way that he could have... Do you mean like modulated it somehow? Yes, yes. Because sometimes it had an extra effect on it, and sometimes it didn't. I think that's just when he remembered to really channel it. (laughs) It was so funny. Um, So let's talk about his, his monologue. I mean, that's what they're paying Dave Chappelle for, right? Whenever SNL brings him in, they're bringing him in for a noteworthy um, monologue. Yeah, I... Okay, so I wanted it to be funnier, Mm -hmm. right? And I... I, First, let me start... Wasn't that funny? Let me start off by saying, I've never been a fan of Dave Chappelle's until recently. So I didn't watch the Dave Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. I maybe have seen an episode or two, but did it wasn't my thing. I do enjoy him because I think he's very introspective and he's very articulate. I, I don't see him as a stand-up comic as much as I see him as a someone satirist. Is that how you say it? A humorist? Yeah, that's what I would call it. Yeah, yeah I would call him more of a humorist, a politically introspective humorist Hmm. who includes a lot of satire in his material yeah um so everything is subjective right especially especially comedy so by the way i'm not offering my opinion and saying thus is the case for dave Chappelle. my two cents though yeah just wasn't that funny if you're just looking at it and i appreciated his final couple minutes he did a 90 second bit at the end which was uh, interesting, and he did something interesting at the top too. He buttoned, he he like uh, bookended his his routine with a personal story, and then uh, a really nice sentiment to end on. Yes. The comedy in between though was a miss, and Dave even knew it. He even addressed it. He did you hear him at one point? He he said, "Sorry, Lauren, I thought this was a comedy show because the audience wasn't really laughing." Right. And I got to tell you, when there's a comedian, I don't. I don't give extra points for, oh, we're not laughing because you made us uncomfortable. I just want to laugh. I'm a simple man. I just want to laugh because yeah. something is funny. And his punchlines weren't great, and they weren't. it didn't seem like well-delivered jokes. I mean, I'm sort of surprised that everybody is blown away by uh, the Dave Chappelle appearance. Again, the story at the beginning about his grandfather, uh, great-great-grandfather, like way back, great. Yep. And his his message to everyone at the end about uniting and doesn't matter who you voted for you need to consider the other people and their people was a really beautiful sentiment to mm-hmm. end on yep the it's comedy the in the in middle between, yeah. just wasn't funny it was it, it was wasn't. less of a stand-up routine and more of a presentation i feel um let me read you some of the headlines and and i don't know i don't know who's who or what pe- where people lean politically but um 
CNN says in 16 minutes, Dave Chappelle beautifully, incisively summed up all of 2020. And sometimes it hurt. Uh, The Atlantic says Dave Chappelle doesn't think America is saved. I'm not sure. Maybe that's not a good review. Uh, GQ says on Saturday Night Live, Dave Chappelle's brilliance and cynicism shone through. I didn't see brilliance. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't. um, That probably means I'm just more simple. Here's one for you. Okay. From Vulture. Dave Mm -hmm. Chappelle's SNL monologue was an illuminating mess. An illuminating miss. Mess. 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 Yes. It felt, that's an interesting choice of words that they used. It felt sloppy. Okay. And, I, and by the way, I'm not taking issue with the fact that he's trying to make jokes about hot topic issues. Right. That's comedians, when, when done well, that can land and sort of be both make you laugh and eye-opening. I mean, my jam is usually just make me laugh, I'm an idiot, but I get that. So I'm not discrediting that. That's not lost on me. But for them to use the word mess feels appropriate because it just felt sloppy. It felt like they weren't well-constructed, well-told jokes. And all you heard was the audience grimacing for like two-thirds of it. And then they started to wake up during some funny bit that was landing in the room toward the end. But I don't know. Again, I am so on the outside looking in here because everyone, dating back to the Chappelle Show days, People, my brother-in-law would always come to me, oh, did you see the Chappelle show? Did you, this is so funny, this is so funny. And I would watch and it just wasn't my bag. It's probably just not my flavor. That's I all. did notice that he introduced a sketch the way he did on his his TV show. Mm. Oh, is that right? Yeah, is so Dave style? Chappelle is like always introduced, like he'll be standing on the stage and then he'd introduce a sketch. And then after that sketch, he would introduce another sketch. He'd give a little... Mm-hmm. back talk or you know he'd give a little background a little pretext on, yes. as to what was about to come exactly dawn do you have any thoughts uh i loved the Chappelle show i've watched all of the seasons a couple of times loved it when it was on and it's so sad when it went away um but i feel like he has evolved yeah i think um he used to be just a straight up stand-up comedian Joke that teller. had yeah. a really uh you know it depends on you know, like you said, everything's subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he started to just mature as a person and he has more to say. Yeah. That's the way I would take it. Yeah. I don't see him le- again. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Steve, I don't see him as a comedian as much as I do just like a decent, well-rounded yeah. storyteller. You know, most comedians, they are wounded individuals mm-hmm. who have take their pain and turn it into comedy a lot of times. Yep. Not in all cases. Sometimes it's just observational comedy like Seinfeld. But uh, whenever you are somebody that exposes those feelings and the pain and works through things like he, it sounds like he's doing, there's no mm-hmm. need to do any comedy because, right. you know... You're sort of popping the balloon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was okay with it. Yeah. I, 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 
I like. I thought it was more about... miss than hit. Okay. Okay. And I only saw him in one sketch, and he broke character. Right. In the sketch, um, and there was one sketch that just gave me secondhand embarrassment, and it. You know that scene, it's a very popular scene in movies where you come, the guy comes to the door and says, I've changed, I want you back. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, it was funny-ish, but then I was like, okay, this is just I I actually much. thought that that was pretty bad. No, I only maybe watched half of that, okay. but I you thought it was the funny. Gist. Yeah, because he was like, I'm sorry, I quit the drinking. And then he goes on to reveal all of the other things that he was doing, which right. is shocking his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Right. But I'm an idiot. Yeah, see, it's all subjective. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, when we come back, you want to play a game? It's objective. I'm dominating Donna. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, bet on me, bet on Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. That's next. Give us a call. All right, I am hopeful today. I'm hopeful that I am going to win our little game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. With a score of 95 for Steve and uh, 70 for Donna Valentine, we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a game we play every day here on the Donna and Steve Show at 10.30 a.m. And we have Cassie on the line with us. Hi, Cassie. Hey. Hi. Now, where are you calling from today? White Bear Lake. Ooh, population 25,932. Now, if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, Cassie, what would it be? I'm going to stick with sandwiches. Sandwiches. Okay. okay. Now, uh, if you win today, you win today, you're going to go home with the My Talk t-shirt. So today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if everyone's paying attention. Yes, Queen. Famous people who are twins. Okay? They are mm. a twin. So, Cassie, mm. it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about famous people who are twins? Mm-hmm. I told myself if I ever got on, I'd go with Donna. So I'm going with Donna. Yeah! Oh, boy. All right. All Good right. luck. So that means Steve's going to exit the room right now so we can have Donna and Cassie answer these questions Bye, first. Dave. He will not hear, or we think he doesn't hear. I'm going to choose to believe that he doesn't hear. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, now, the timer will start after I ask the first question. So, just to be clear about this, it's not two people that you're answering about. It's just they are a twin. So, these are famous people who are a twin, if that makes sense. Yes. You might not know okay. the other twin. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, are you ready, Donna? Yes. Okay, Cassie, stay quiet in the background. Just background just for a little bit until Donna answers, and then we'll get your answers uh, or help at the end. Yep. Question one, actor born Mark Sinclair, who will come back in his role as Dominic Toretto in next year's F9. Jeez, what? Mark Sinclair is the name of the character. Yeah, Mar- yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she was up for two Oscars in 2020 for Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Scarjo, Scarlett Johansson. Question three. Son of Egyptian immigrants, he won the Best Actor Oscar in 2019. Oh, God. He is uh, the Freddie Mercury guy played by... 
Uh-oh, powering down. <laughs> oh, shoot, he was also Mr. Robot Guy. Okay, Cassie, maybe you can help Donna out. The first question she didn't have an answer for, actor born Mark Sinclair. So this is his real name is Mark Sinclair, who will come back as his role as Dominic Toretto in next year's film F9. I got nothing. Okay. I don't know what that is. And the third one, uh, Son of Egyptian Immigrants, he won the Best Actor Oscar in 2019. Nothing. Okay. We'll ask Steve to come back into the room and see what he has to say. We'll still do the tiebreaker at the end as well in case there there might be a tie. You never know. Okay. Hey, Steve. Hey. How are you? Hi. Good. Did you do really oh, well? Oh, great. Okay, okay. Steve. Uh, once again, this is famous people who are twins. But as I told Donna, I'll tell you the same thing. These are famous people people who are a twin. So you won't necessarily know the twin, if that makes sense. It, it doesn't. You, so I'm okay. ready to play. No, it, it means you don't have to answer two names like. So I might not even know that these famous people have a twin. Right. You, I hope you do, because then you'll okay. win the game. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the timer will start after you I ask great, the first huh, question. Yep. Uh, do you you want to go? You I'm ready. ready. Okay, yeah, here we go. Question one. Actor-born Mark Sinclair, who will come back in his role as Dominic Toretto in next year's F9. Vin Diesel. Question two. She was up for two Oscars in 2020 for Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit. Scarlett Johansson. Question three. Son of Egyptian Immigrants. He won the Best Actor Oscar in 2019. Um, Oh, yes. All right. Hang on. What's his name? He won it for the Queen movie. His name is... Come on. Steven. You know his name, and I think you'll give me credit knowing that I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so you know deep in your heart. I know in my heart who I he is. I got about as far as you did, don't worry. Okay. Okay. Question one, actor born Mark Sinclair, who will come back in his role as Dominic Toretto in next year's F9. Donna didn't have an answer. Uh, Steve said Vin Diesel. The answer is Vin Diesel. Boo! Hi, Kelly. Oh, we have Vin Diesel now. Thanks, Steve. Can you sing his song? Or? I just want you to feel like I do. All right. She was up for two Oscars in 2020 for Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Donna said Scar Joe. You also said Scarlett Johansson. That is correct. Okay, question Boo. three. Son of Egyptian Donna. immigrants. He won the Best Actor Oscar in 2019. Rami Malek. That is, that's the answer, but neither of you said Boo. it in time. But you knew Boo. I knew it. Oh, my. That was Donna, impressive. Donna, um, stop it. I'm so sorry, Don't. Cassie. You didn't win today, sorry, but no regrets. you get a chance to play the... <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. That's right. Do you want to play the tiebreaker and yell out an answer if you know? Sure. Okay, once again, this is famous people who are twins. Two of the guys in this trio are twins. Fiji's. Donna got it first. Oh, I boy. didn't know the two of them were twins. They all oh. kind of look alike. They all look like different shades of Jesus. I yes. love this song so much. I'm going to download this right now. Okay. Really? Oh, it's such a good song. Shades of Jesus is a good band name. Yes, you're <laughs> that right. Is. You're right, Cassie. I love it. Sorry, Cassie. Oh. That's okay. Okay. Well, you want to give a shout out to anybody in White Bear Lake? Um, I'll give a shout out to my best friend Laura, who's a twin. Oh, oh. I love 
anything, but okay. Oh, that's cute. You have very deep Aww. love for your friends. You're yes. awesome. Okay, bye, Cassie. Bye, bye Cassie. I'm I didn't want to turn this off, so yeah. I know it's so good, right? Yeah. Can you name what movie this is from? Ooh, hang on. Um, mm, give me a hint. Annie Hall. Give me nice a hint. Castles. No. <laughs> Godfather. Uh, it has to do with cowboys. I think. Oh, Midnight Cowboy. Um, I think it is. No, it's not. It's Saturday Night Fever. Cool. Saturday okay. Night Fever. I'm looking for Vin Diesel. I have him singing the Paul Walker song. Oh, oh, oh. We used to play it all the time. And now I can't find it. Done. I'll find it. Do you know what the score is now? Yeah, it is um, 96 to 70. <laughs> Whatever. Are there more maybe wins to come in? Maybe not all ballots have been cast yet? <laughs> I don't know about that. Topical, That's right? kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, topical. The last time I stood on this stage, I was with my brother Pablo. So I love that little intro you just put, that song, that beautiful song. It's been a long day oh, without you, my friend. And I tell you all about it when I see you again. I love you guys. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So okay. here's my point. You know Vin Diesel's "I Don't Want You to Feel Like That" song. Yeah. This like, <laughs> it's okay to say. Someone good. else deserved a shot to get a song. <laughs> he doesn't have. He has a plenty. He doesn't have a good singing voice, and it's not rude to say that. It's objective. I mean, he doesn't have a bad singing voice. What the hell are you talking about? Did you just listen to the song that you played? Well. Why would you play it? Because it was so great or because you thought it sounded bad? Be honest. He's a good baritone. Oh, whatever. (laughs) He has like a bubble in his throat. Remember that weird video with his... Blowfish is singing. (laughs) Remember that weird video of him like singing to his daughter, I think? His baby. Oh, no, it was him. Oh, he's weird. He He really likes his own voice, though. Yeah, he's into it. Vin likes Vin. Oh, for sure. Vin likes Vin. (laughs) Vin is into Vin. And I mean, why do we have to go Vin? Isn't Vince short enough? What about Mark St. Clair? His name is Mark. Oh, so there is. Oh, there's this video. Hey, Don. For anything, yeah. Don, check out Vin Diesel "Stay." (laughs) Okay. On YouTube, this is him singing "Stay" by Rihanna, and it's interesting because I can't make sense of this video. I just can't make sense of it. He's like standing against a wall. He's doing karaoke. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, dummy. They have a video (laughs) playing in the background. Ew. Uh, No, Donna, he's good voice. You just said it. It's a great voice. I take it back. Okay. He sounds like he's going to burp any minute. (laughs) 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 He sounds like he's holding it in. He loves to sing. Who's he singing with? Rihanna. That's Rihanna in the background. Okay, she's not there. He's singing to the no, track. no. Thank God. But she's taking a bath in the um, video, and so it's sort of strange to he- see him and he's standing just there. And ill lit against the wall. Wait, turn it up, round and oh, around. Oh, you want it? You want yeah. it more? Okay. No. Here we go. 
state fair you have to walk through that like ballpark area where people are saying karaoke like sign up you have to wait like four hours to get up there Jeez. yeah have you tried to do it no are you kidding me how do you know that because i was hanging out with marley one day and she told me oh okay because we were in there with all of her hockey friends oh god and i felt very old i know right right i'm like all right i'm a big old dork hi so you mean if Vin was up there, it's kind of oh here, let's go over this way so no, we don't I have to walk hear, right yeah. by him. Yeah, exactly. Because he's going to make eyes with you, like waving you over. <laughs> I'm yeah. singing. Come listen. <laughs> I mean. To say that he sounds like he's about to burp is perfect. It's really? Oh here. man, you guys. Oh boy. All right, we're going to get to do. Let's the get tipsy. Oh, Steve, you're still learning about dogs. Well, Katie K9 was on Twin Cities Live on Friday. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. She taught me something about table food and human food <gasps> that, frankly, I did not know at all. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait. Table food and human food or yes. dog food? No, no, no. Table food and human food. Okay. As it as it regards to your dog. Okay. All right. Totally different than what I thought. Totally, totally different. I cannot wait to hear this. We're going to get tipsy when we come right back on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is learning so much about dogs, and it just, it just really brightens my day every time you bring something up. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Uh, we had Katie K9 on Twin Cities Live on Friday. Kelly Hansen, who is my guest co-host while Elizabeth Reese is out on maternity leave, also got a puppy the same weekend that I got a puppy. So hmm. we have questions, right? Who's got answers? Mm-hmm. Who's got answers? Me? Kathleen K9. Oh, Katie man. K9. She has answers. Now, we peppered her. She was on set with us. It was great. We can actually have her on set with us because she has a key to the building. The majority of our guests we can't have in yet, only employees of the station. But yeah. she obviously comes in to do a radio show on my talk on Sundays from 4 to 6. And so we were able to have her in the studio, which was so cool. But that meant that while she was there before we went on the air, Kelly and I are just peppering her with all sorts of questions. Well, what about this? What yep, about this? Yep. What about this? Even though... We already had questions lined up during the segment. I asked this question. Um, when is it okay to start giving a dog human food as a treat and what kinds? Now, here's the context. When you get a new puppy, Donna, they're like, keep doing the same food that your breeder was doing mm -hmm. so that you don't upset their tummy. And you got to be cautious about how you introduce a new food. And they have you, you know, you start with a quarter of it, you, his meal being new, and then half, and then three quarters, and then it's all new. And that causes them to deal better with the, the new food and yep. not have to throw up or have diarrhea all over your house, which we're all hoping to avoid. So I asked the question, when's okay? And what kind of human food? She was like, any kind of human food. Yeah, because they're scavengers, now. right? Aren't dogs like... That's exactly... It's um, It's almost like you've listened to Katie K9 before. <laughs> she said they are the scavengers. She said God put them on the earth just to be like the trash crew. 
So their bellies <laughs> are meant to, they can handle so much more than we can. And the more food that you give them, the better off their stomach is in terms of being able to determine. And she says, like, always reach for veggies. She's convinced cauliflower was made for dogs because of how bad it tastes and how much it stinks. <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh. She said that they have so many, um, they have significantly fewer taste buds than human beings do. May which I? means they sniff it once and then, boom, they gulp it. And one last thing, she said that when you give them a lot of different foods, when they invariably at some point get into the trash, if your dog has a well-adjusted stomach and has had a lot of things before, they're less likely to have that trash diving incident cause diarrhea around the house because their stomach is used to all of these different foods. Okay, now it is my understanding, and maybe she didn't tackle this, it, it has always been my understanding that there are certain things that a dog should not have grapes raisins chocolate that's on our list those are the three i thought avocado was dangerous too it wasn't on the list that she shared but that doesn't mean it's not on i keep um i keep a list inside my cupboard Mm -hmm. um along with a map Mm -hmm. of where he pooped (laughs) yep that's in the winter um we're coming up on map season yep avocados contain a toxin called persian something something xylitol Mm mm-hmm um yeah xylitol is bad coffee tea other caffeine you got the grapes and raisins alcohol chocolate salt so what i normally do is like if i give my guy a little piece of say chicken or some protein Mm -hmm. i try to take the seasoning off of it Mm. yeah so that he doesn't roll it around in your mouth you got it what no yep you're joking or i wipe it with a yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you have. To, so we're obviously going to camp out here. Okay. Okay. So you put chicken that you've seasoned mm-hmm. into your mouth. Yep. You essentially then siphon or suck off the seasoning with yep. your tongue. You know it. Then you get that piece of protein back into your hand and then feed the dog. Yes. Can I offer an idea? <laughs> I'm not making a separate piece of chicken for the dog. Exactly. No. Just give him well, the, the food with is, the seasoning in, on it. I don't. Well, I guess I could. She after said what there's you said. garbage disposals. Okay. They're just meant to clean up but everything. They have iron they stomachs. Have garlic, Donna. Apple seeds. All right, I believe. I believe you. I'm not going to freak out then. <laughs> I wish we could see that. So you don't have to have that chart. You know in your head, grapes, yeah. chocolate, and whatever else you Raisins. said. Raisins. Avocado. Not I good. wish we could have hidden camera of you sucking off a piece of chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I do it Wouldn't all the time. <laughs> really? They say cheese is not good for them, too. This oh. is coming from the American Kennel. Um, but, a- the AKC. Or cheese? they could have it in moderate quantities. Okay. And bread. Okay. They shouldn't eat cinnamon. They shouldn't eat uh, garlic. Katie K9 says that this this uh have them eat whatever, you know, let them build up their their I stomachs are sort of meant to handle this. Okay. Again, they are meant to be scavengers. Um that it can it help their stomachs. She also is a big believer in the rotation diet. So yep, if you I have a that. beef food, then Tuesday make it a lamb protein yep. food and then Wednesday turkey. Yeah, I do that with some um Nutrisource. So it's, well, I get yeah. a different bag, a different flavor every time. Well, and um Another way that you could do it is sort of how she described it. Get a couple is of bags? Get like four bags at once. 
And then just one day I do the beef oh, one. Oh, well, Tuesday, somebody's got chicken, $300 Thursday, just hanging no, around their No, pocket. but you just, you just get the, 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 you know, a few different buy in bulk, get a discount, save money. You do that, buy in bulk, different proteins. Here's my Monday bag. Here's my Tuesday bag. Hmm, that's here's a good Wednesday. idea. It's a yeah. good idea. Can you believe great. how expensive dog food is, though? Let me tell you this. Now, 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 you you rescued, and I got uh, a dog from a breeder. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you have any thoughts about me getting a dog from a breeder, um, you can send an email to Donna. Mm. Okay. Some people got upset with me that I didn't rescue a dog. You know, you know what I are you just... Do? Anyway, so people get concerned about the cost of the, the dog initially. I think it's the ongoing cost, though, that you're like, oh, it's going to cost me $600 for this dog. That's a lot of money. But then you're right, Donna, the food... The treats, the playpen, the bed, the vet, all of that, those mm-hmm. are like yearly ongoing. Yep, teeth cleanings. Um, yeah, that initial thing is not really, that's not the beginning and the end of the financial story of a puppy. It's very true. The heartworm every uh, month, just a flea and Saving for a vet alone, just having money mm-hmm. on hand to yep. take them to the vet. That's exactly what yeah, I'm doing. I right. set up a savings account just for the Very the smart. Dog. Because I, you maybe can look into insurance right now. Yes, yes. insurance. Like for me, my guy's old and it costs a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. It's like getting life insurance when you when you're older, you know. Right. Just lock it in now. Right. Yeah. Get it early, my guy, kids. You know, my guy's nine. Even you know, and I have to say, oh even God. when you get a dog from a shelter, it still costs. A few hundred dollars. Yeah, right. You still yeah. are paying an adoption fee. Yeah, yeah. you're right about that. For right. sure. I think they send adopt adoption dogs from the south up here. I've heard mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. because in Missouri, I think it's about it's fifty dollars. Oh I think wow, thirty for a cat and fifty for oh, a dog. Oh wow, yeah. There's a lot of dogs that them. come from um, Nebraska, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, you a guys lot of don't Louisiana, have Kentucky, dogs. right? It's it's crazy. I, no stray dogs or cats. I never see any just walking around. Same. Is it like that in in the oh south? Oh my gosh! They're you just everywhere. see dogs really? walking around. Oh yeah, you see dogs and cats walking around all the time. Wow. Yeah, we have. Oh, it's just overloaded our shelters. Yeah. And no, <laughs> a lot of dogs come from reservations. I got a free dog once. It was a, before it went to a shelter. It was just a woman who was giving it away because this pug oh, became terrified of the new dog. Aww. I'm going to send you a picture during the break that I just got over the weekend. Haven't seen this picture in a decade. It gives you a really good understanding as to who Boo the Obese Pug was. Boo the Obese Pug, yes. Looks like Job of the Hut. I'll send it to you both and give us your reactions when we come back. It's really horrible. All right. <laughs>